On this week's episode of Bungalow and the Bus, we talk about how awesome Bungalow or Bingo was this week and how you can come next week. You can check out puppies. What? And this episode's brought to you by opendoor.com. Welcome to Bungalower and the Bus. I am the Bus John Busdecker. And this is the wind blowing through your back hair, Brendan O'Connor from Bungalower.com. And uh, we are hanging out in Baldwin Park today. Mm-hmm. And we are at uh, Gators. Gators? Gators. I feel like you got to say it like that. Gators. Gators. Let's go get some Gator Nugs. <laughs> <laughs> Gator Nugs is my. Uh, my country name. Yeah, I yeah. like that. I like Gator that. Nuts. We're right here on, on Lake Baldwin, beautiful yep. Lake Baldwin. Yep. Last time I was here, I saw two little baby raccoons running around. That's a, it, that is a beautiful story, isn't Brendan. Isn't that great? I, I think I stalked them for half an hour. <laughs> I was walking, <laughs> I walking around like Humpty Dumpty. <laughs> <laughs> we are, uh, uh, it's kind of early right now. We're doing an afternoon recording, so yeah. it's, it's not so many people here, which is nice. Yeah, because we were hanging out. You'll hear later. We were hanging out with uh, some folks from Open Door. Yep. Who happen to be the sponsors of this week's episode. And uh, opendoor.com, they're the people who buy, sell, and trade homes. I like the trading of homes. That's pretty cool. We- I want to trade my home for two crummy homes. <laughs> I wonder if you could. Like, yeah. We should ask them that like as a follow-up question. They'll buy your home f- for what they think is its value, and then you can trade for something that's equal or lesser value, right? And they'll give you the settlement. But what if you get two really bad homes for your value? I wonder if that's off. I would love that. Okay. And then you <laughs> rent the other one? Yeah. Fix up one, rent the other Glow one. Glow up? What a way to like start... A pyramid scheme. <laughs> Whoa. Within. Whoa. John. Anyway, we'll hear more about that later. We'll hear a legitimate business from that Candice Bradley from opendoor.com. Uh, John, we just hosted a very successful, I might say, uh, bingo night. Oh, yeah, yeah. We are at a Bungalow or Bingo, which we're doing every Monday night, or at least for the next few weeks. For this month, yeah. At uh, Wally's on Mills Avenue. We we packed it out for our first one. Thanks for thanks to everybody who showed up. You still have three other chances to come and play bingo with us. This Monday, come play bingo. Great games. Awesome like, prizes. We had bought, like whole bottles of booze, a giant game of Jenga, which is still up for grabs. I feel like this week's prizes are better, though. Yes, because I got uh, a few tickets. I got two tickets to Deep Purple. I think it's like that Prince show. Oh, is it? No, I think Phillips. it's the band Deep Purple. It's a band Deep Purple. Is it a I Prince need to look thing? at it. No, it's the band. Did I, I make thought. that up? Yeah. Either way, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> two tickets to Second City. Yes, which is an improv tour. group. Improv group out of Canada. Yep. Uh, two tickets to Wayne Brady, Orlando. Orlando's own Wayne Brady. That's true. Comedian. And two more tickets to the Nightmare Before Christmas Orchestra concert that's going to be happening. And if none of those interest you, we have bottles of booze, like you said. (laughs) Gift certificates to restaurants. I think there's still the Jimmy Hula's one up for grabs. The reason we say think is because... We let you choose your own prize. Yeah, we don't give you what what we don't give you a no. prize. You get to pick. We'll this is a democracy. Strewn out like my underwear after date night, <laughs> and you can just pick and choose whichever prizes you want. Yeah. yeah. So uh, come play bingo, Wally. Seven o'clock. It's free. Totally free. Totally free. Happy hour prices. Someone will be there uh, selling food. Yeah, it'll be fun. Uh, we're officially going to Halloween Horror Nights. It got pushed back. But I'm it's excited. 18th. Have you been before, Brendan? Yes. Have did you, you? Did you pee your pants a little bit? John, I 
Okay, I was talking to Tom and Dan about this. I feel like I'm like always on the precipice of having a heart attack anyway. And so th- that's I, your health. It's just my health, <laughs> just in general. But then I get scared easy too. So, like, not a good combo. No. No. So, last time I went there, I did it for Orlando Weekly, and it was a VIP tour just like this where you don't wait in line. They literally just bring you house to house to house to house. Yeah, I don't go if I got to wait in line. No, that's I don't scary. either. But this is scarier. Because it doesn't end. You don't get a time. You don't get a moment to like breathe, and so my my tension was like at an all time high, and I'm much fatter now than I was then. <laughs> so we'll see if I uh, if so I if live. you die, this is going to be the bus next that's, week. That's, I'm going to be going out with a bang, <laughs> <laughs> dead Brendan in the bus, Walking Dead. People think I'm just one of the scenery things. I know some of the houses this year. There's a Ghostbusters house. Yeah. I know there's a killer clowns from outer space attraction. What? Yeah. Oh, I can't do that one. <laughs> oh no. I don't even know them all off the what top of my head. What if I pee myself? Time. And you're gonna be doing some video. We're gonna do a whole yeah. like guide on how to get the most out of it. Where your depends that night. <laughs> Where your depends. And then we also have Booktoberfest coming up on October 4th at the uh, Orange County Library. Yes. You're the DJ host. I am. I am. I'm gonna actually be pouring beers. Nice. Uh huh. In our bungalow or beer garden. So check that out on bungalow.com. If you're a, a bungalow or buddy, you get a discount. So if you're new to Bungalow on the Bus, we talk about all things Orlando, mostly around downtown Bungalow neighborhoods. Like Baldwin we, Park. Like Baldwin Park and College Park and Winter Park and all the Soto, parks. Paramore, Holden Heights, all those places. We talk about those things, and you can find all these topics on bungalower.com, where Brendan is the editor-in-chief. Thanks. And John has a real job. <laughs> He's the chief storyteller over at the uh, Orange County Sheriff's Department. It's true. And, and you guys just, uh, you had something come out today, right? I did, yeah. So I uh, my job is to shoot video and tell stories about our deputies and our civilian staff at the sheriff's office. And we had a video that I put together about Daisy the Comfort Dog. And she's so cute. She's like a yellow lab. She's a, she's a lab mix that she, she like was. Freckles on her ears. A little bit, yeah. yeah, yeah. So she's a lab mix. And we just got her this week, but she's kind of been in training these last few weeks. She was a rescue from the Brevard County Animal Shelter. Yes. And what the Brevard does, they actually have this program called Paws and Stripes, or Paws and, yeah, Paws and Stripes College. And they help law enforcement agencies across the country, actually, which is really interesting. They train service dog or uh, comfort dogs and therapy dogs. So a woman who works at the sheriff's office got Daisy and then took Daisy to this class. It's a week-long class, and you have to, you know, learn all these obedience things, and you have to pass a, a test, and then you're certified as a comfort dog. Well, there's also people from all over the country. I mean, there was somebody from Illinois. I think there was somebody from New Hampshire. They come to Brevard County so they can either get a dog or bring their dog and get it trained to be a comfort dog. Uh, I love that. Yeah. And, and so Daisy's going to be around the office to help alleviate Where can people stress. find that video, John? So you can go to the sheriff's office website uh, or, or uh, YouTube page, Facebook, Twitter. You can find it. Just type in Daisy the Comfort Dog. You'll find it. We, uh, along those lines, the Orlando Pet Alliance and the Sanford one uh, have just launched a really cool program. It's called uh, Hound Around Town. I like this. You can check out a shelter dog just like you would a book at a library. And, uh, man, I just think it's so cool. You, they have pre-approved hangouts where you can take the dogs between noon and 5 p.m. Sounds like divorced parents. <laughs> <laughs> you got to hang out here. You get two hours. No, you, no free ranging. Yeah. Uh, it sounds awesome. No, I just, it sounds great. These puppies, they say it's proven by science 
uh, that you, if dogs that get a break from the shelter during the day, it just increases their be their better behavior. And if they're behaving better, then they're more likely to get adopted. And I'm sure some people who take these dogs oh, to yeah. check them out are going to be like, you know what? I'm going to keep this That's one. A, I want to do it, but I'm nervous I'm going to fall in love. And I already have like a not nice dog at home. So <laughs> well, maybe maybe uh, Bernie, Bernie needs a, needs a, little a friend. friend. I'm sure that's true, <laughs> but it, w- it would have to be like a champion dog that can handle a Tasmanian devil of a creature at home. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> so I can just, how do, do I just go to the Pet Alliance? You have to go ask? online. We have the link on our website. Just go to bungalore.com and type in uh, puppies. I'm sure it'll come <laughs> up because I said it like three times in the, in the write-up. And you sign up, and then you show up with your ID, and then you can take the puppy out. And so some of the spots where you can take them include, like, Little Econ Greenway, Turkey Lake Park, Katyway Trail, but also places like Burton's Bar, Foxtail Coffee. So you don't have to be active. You can just, like, (laughs) take them out and just be with them and have a normal afternoon with your shelter puppy. And they get a little vest that's like, I'm adoptable. That's nice. I know. I just think think could, really cool. I, I'm married, but you think you could use it to like pick up people <laughs> pick up of dudes? the opposite sex oh, or yeah. same sex? Oh yeah, yeah. I'm like, and I'm willing to try. Sorry, Scotty. <laughs> I want to see if I can get like an. I wonder where it works better: ugly dogs or like cute dogs? <laughs> I, <don't know. laughs> I I just think like equal opportunity dog in a vest equals hot people talking to True. you. True. All anybody talking to you. <laughs> Do they have to be cute for me to pick them up, or can it just be anyone? The dog or the person? The person. Oh, well, the beggars can't be choosers. Right. <laughs> I ain't begging. <laughs> the dog is. So what uh, else is going on, Brendan? We went to a new bar that opened up last night called the District Dive. This is owned by the people behind Southern Knights and Southern Craft. So it's right on the corner of South and Bumby. It's a sports bar, but it's specifically for the uh, Alphabet Soup Gays, the LGBTQ plus IA. So what do they do something. there that might be different than maybe another bar? <laughs> you play play pool and rainbow shoes. It's, no. it's very... <laughs> so it's, it's a sports bar. Yeah. It's, it's, Which it's is a, great. It's a sports bar, but there's like more gay people there. So like if you're rolling up, just be aware that, you know, there's a lesbian giving you your beer and, and it shouldn't be a problem if you're there. That's right. Yeah. Because they'll beat you up. <laughs> I loved it. It was really pretty. We have some pictures up on bungalore.com. I put some up on our Instagram too, at Orlando Bungalore, if you want to see what it looks like. Uh, lots of TVs, pool tables, you can play darts. And I actually think it's going to be a great spot. You go there first, pregame, and then hop over to uh, Southern Nights and catch a drag show. And you've only had to park once. And every, anybody who's been to Southern Nights later in the night knows you can't find parking. So get there early, go to the sports bar, and then go to Southern Open Nights. now. Yeah, just hop around. Check it out. Tori Tori is now open. All right. Are we allowed back over there? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> a little we had a little too much fun the <laughs> night we went there. But you know what? Worth it. Totally worth it. Totally worth it. I had a blast. Do you remember uh, it? Yes. All right. What was your favorite dish? The... Skin, chicken skin. It was literally chicken skin on a skewer. Yeah, it was. I do Man, remember that. that. Was it was tasty. The pork gyoza, the little dumplings. I thought those were fantastic. And uh, 
That sake was really good, too. Yeah, the sake was good. Yeah, like, dangerously good. Everything was good. It was, uh, you know who sent us that? That wasn't from the restaurant. I know. You told me this later. It, I didn't it know the at Fox the time. It was the Foxtail Boys. Yeah. They saw us across the across the bar. They sent us a bottle of sake. We thought it was just Domu. We thought, we, thought we were, like, important. VIB. We thought they were like, oh, like, <laughs> they know us. They know Bungalow But in all fairness, boss. we had two bottles of sake then, so... <laughs> uh, it's great. It's it's based on a Japanese kushiyaki concept, and kushiyakis are like uh, Japanese like workers class bars where you can get cheap eats and just have a beer. But like in all fairness, it looks like it's straight out of a magazine, and it's really pretty. It's really pretty in there. Yeah, it's a cool spot. Like a resort. Go check bar. it out. It's right on Mills, right by Colonial. Open five thirty p.m. to two a.m. Tuesday to Sunday. Uh, one of our biggest stories this week was about a house. We don't. Like, we write about houses all the time, but I don't talk about it on the radio. If you have a house for sale, let us know. We can write about it. It's called the House of the Day feature. But we, this one I just found and wrote about it on my own because the address is 666 Overspin Drive. I love it. And I just kind of went a little hog wild with it and embraced the Satan. You should have. You, did you take like? You should have taken the photos and put like <laughs> and put sacrifices the, I in there. About it. And, I was gonna have like people looking at the windows yeah. and stuff, but I didn't do it. Uh, I linked to this like you can get satanic home goods from Amazon.com. <laughs> and, uh, it was really funny. I'm but sure the people that owned it were like, "Now our house is never gonna sell." Well, some people thought that, but John, it's one of the most trafficked posts of our of the year nice. that we've had on Bungalore.com. And uh, the reception, there were two people that were like, oh, and I'll never sell now. But well, everybody else was lame. like, I want this house. <laughs> and then their scheduling, the realtor was like, we have an open house. Come check out the open house. And I know it's doing really well. Yeah, so. it's just like when you see those news stories where they put, like, sexy pictures <laughs> in the real estate <laughs> listing. Yeah. But this is a little different. Yeah. A little different. They yeah. should have embraced it. I think they were nervous. Like, do we embrace the mark of the beast on uh, this house? Or? It's an address. I, I agree. And yeah. it's funny. And there's a place you can sacrifice children in the basement <laughs> there. But along those lines, actually. Uh, <laughs> along the lines of children, children being sacrificed. Sacrifice. Today is uh, Friday the 13th. It is. I'm actually, we're recording this a little early. It's Thursday. I'm in New York as this is airing on uh, Real Radio. And I'm a little disappointed because I would have totally went to, I think, the Nook. And I think somewhere else is showing... Mm. Friday, Friday the 13th. 13th. 3D. I, I think they're showing 3 and 4, and then somewhere else was doing 1 and 2. The Nook is giving out 3D glasses, though, for it. Yeah. So it's that's uh, awesome. Here's what I'll say. Okay. As, as an aficionado of Say I'm going to eat a chip while you talk. Um, when it comes to Friday the 13th, the first one's really good. Second one's not so good. If I recall, the third one's not so good. But the fourth one is awesome. The fourth one has Corey Feldman in it. It was supposed to be the final <laughs> chapter because it's called the final chapter. But uh, they ended up making eight more or six more or something like that. I've only seen the first one. The first one's good. Yeah. Second one, like I said, but fourth one, very good. I think I watched it in elementary school at a friend's house for his birthday party. Scary. Yeah. I ate hot lips for the first time and I got sick. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I remember. Kevin Bacon's in the first one. He gets killed. Spoiler alert. I wanna wa- I'll watch it and, tell you and let you know what I think. I'll I go mean, to those events. See, the thing is, like, I like those types of scary movies because they're compared to what kind they do campy. now. Not even campy. Like, they actually were kind of fright. Like, they tried to be frightening. Now right. they're just so over the top gory a lot of times. And not even gory. It's They're like like what they call torture porn. Where they're like trying to make you 
like look away because it's so. Tell gross. me more how you know about <laughs> torture porn. Well, John. It, that's like like Hostel, like the movie Hostel, where they oh, yeah. you know, they rip out fingernails. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And stuff. Like I get it, it's it's gruesome, but like Friday the Thirteenth is saw scary. Yeah, like that kind of stuff. Although yeah. the first saw is not so bad. It's when you start getting in the other ones. Are you just, a big horror movie guy? I am, but I like I like scary movies. I don't really like I don't like the horror movies of uh. today. Most of them because I think they're too. I think they're too realistic sometimes. I can't, unless I can pause it, <laughs> I just can't. It's too much for me, and like I'll overload, and I can't. Like, I still haven't watched it. So that was good. I was going to bring up it. I thought it was really good. Some people didn't like it, but it's kind of spooky and different, and it's it's so... Did you see the sequel? I haven't yet, but, but I want to, because like those are the types of movies. There's not a little killer clown out doing things, so that's different than when you have like no. a real-life... I can't. Thing. I know. I can't even get past the. I've tried to watch it three times. Like rented it, right? It's PG isn't it? PG thirteen. I can't get past the part where the boy is like the first five minutes. The boy <laughs> chases after, <laughs> and I can't even get to the. I haven't even seen the clown face in the gutter. Just too. Scary. I just know it's about to happen, and I'm like, nope. Maybe nope. you should watch the TV one that they did in the 90s. Oh, maybe. Yeah, maybe that one's not so scary. Right. I think Tim Conway. Or <laughs> not Tim Conway, can't. Tim. So it's a, it's a sorry, Friday the 13th. Yes. The reason <laughs> Way brought that up, it's yeah. a harvest, full harvest moon on Friday the 13th. Yeah, yeah. Uh, carrying over into Saturday, so people are going to be a little wacko. That's true. Werewol- That's and us. there's going to be werewolves out. And werewolves. And if you look at our post, there's a claymation werewolf in there, too. <laughs> <laughs> Which are the worst kinds of werewolves. They sure are. Um, we just released the floor plan for the new Church Street Food Hall. So where where's this going? So remember where Albuda was? Yeah, I liked yeah. Albuda. We did a show there, too. and it was delicious. That food was fantastic. The guy who, the, who bought it... Um, what are they called? Mason Capital Partners. They bought the whole building, historic building, named after Josie, Joseph Bumby. Hardware store owner. Mm-hmm. Buried. Barry? Buried. Isn't he oh, buried, buried in Greenwood? Buried in Greenwood. Yeah, Center, Greenwood. Yeah. It's who the street's named after. He, uh, they bought that building, but it's going to be that whole back part, the offices above, and then the orchid garden are now going to be incorporated into this new design. And so we've been waiting uh, for the renderings to come public, and they were just never really released, but they were put on LoopNet because they're recruiting. LoopNet is like a commercial real estate thing where you can find out leasable properties. And so they listed all the designs on there, plus the square footage and everything, because they're trying to attract food stall operators. How many do they have? Like how many food stalls? 18. Wow. And it's 16,000 square feet of food hall and then another 16,000 square feet a class A offices above, but you'll be able to look down from the offices into the food hall. Uh, really pretty design, John. Really cool. I mean, if you can make that work, it's a really cool idea. I mean, they do this in other cities where they have these food yeah. halls, and they, they become destinations. They're, They're not just like, hey, it's lunchtime. Let's go eat. It's, hey, it's Friday. Let's go down to the food hall and hang out and have and a beer out. and have something to eat. I think it's going to do well. I hope, I hope they so. get a brewery or something in there. And then it's it's right next to the two new Church Street Towers that are going to... One is already almost built. And the next one, we just had released those designs last week. You can see those on bungler.com. And it's going to help when that tower opens. It's going to help that Hundreds part of, of Church Street. Hundreds of parking garages, people living there on yeah, site. And people Hotels working. in both buildings, working. So yeah. Like, people need to eat lunch. They need to stop at CVS or wherever Church and get Street something to eat or something. It. They need that influx of people. 
and it's I don't know Church Street. It's you don't see people there unless there's an event. I mean, five years from now, I know they probably say this every five years with Church Street, but even when that entertainment district opens across the street from the Amway Center, it's going to look totally different. And then when you get I four totally done, and then you get that park underneath, underneath. the interstate. It's going to be like a brand new place over there. It's so weird to see that all unfold. True. Time for it. We're doing all right. We're doing all right. Okay. Uh, The History Center is going to be hosting an event called the Accidental Historian. It's their new exhibition. And, John, this applies to us. You and I. You and I? Are accidental historians. How's that? Because they're thinking this is the whole thing's founded on this premise that people who keep a diary or write a blog, take photos or become or like draw public events become historians because those things are kept as records by future generations. And so they're going back to people who are like just amateur photographers who in the early days of Orlando who documented things like uh, Lou Gardens becoming a botanical garden. Or uh, pineapple farms on the coast, on the shore of Lake Ivanhoe. And so they have all these old photographs, but they're going to juxtapose it alongside like blog posts from uh, Ricky Lee of Tasty Chomps talking about Little Vietnam and, and Thomas Thorsbecken, who's been painting a picture of a different arts and cultural event every day. Every day. For the past, like, what, eight years? Something like that. Years? Yeah, a long time. Relentless. And so that's going to be opening on September 21st. I'm really excited to see it. That's interesting. I feel like they're they're getting some really cool programs there at the History Center. Yeah, I think Pam They've Schwartz, the curator, she, she knows what she's doing. So, yeah, hear about that. Go over to bungalore.com and hear more about it. Let's have a break and eat some nachos. Let's eat some nachos. All right. Orange County Library System wants to make sure you know about these three things. We're rolling out the red carpet for filmmakers and film fans alike with our Melrose Film Festival. The fest happens at Orlando Public Library on September 14th. Enjoy film screenings, presentations, and Q&As. Orlando Public Library is celebrating Roald Dahl's birthday, and you're invited. During Roald Dahl Day on September 13th, you'll take part in activities based on his book, Matilda. Celebrate Hispanic Heritage Month with a Mexican folkloric dance performance. Mexican Danza is at our Chickasaw branch on September 18th with two other performances at other library locations this month. Learn about these three things and much more at OCLS.info or call 407-835-7323. That's OCLS.info or 407-835-7323. Orange County Library System is your place to learn, grow, connect. Welcome back to Bungalower and the Bus. I am the Bus John Busdecker. And I'm the nacho that cut the roof of your mouth, Brendan O'Connor. And we are eating nachos right now. We are here at Gator's Dockside in Baldwin Park. Uh-huh, uh-huh. There's and a gator outside. It's it's a, not a real gator, though, Brendan. I don't know. It might, it might have been at one point. They all, look, they all look the same to me. He does look really happy, though. He's no. like, hey, come have some beers. I'm dead. <laughs> You're on, on Bungalow in the Bus. We talk about all the top headlines in Orlando's downtown bungalow neighborhoods. This week's sp- episode sponsor is our friends at Open Door. Yeah, stay tuned. We're going to chat with somebody from Open Door, and they're going to explain this whole concept of 
buying your house and selling it, (laughs) (laughs) which just doesn't sound revolutionary, but it is because they do it all kind of like Mm -hmm. online and digitally. And for y'all out there that are not sold, I do ask some hard questions. You can hear kind of what they say later. Uh, But right now we're going to talk about some headlines. Yeah. And... There's a Mexican hot dog place that's about to open up. I saw this. I don't even know what a Mexican hot dog is. Is it just like a regular hot dog? Are but they shaped like mustaches? <laughs> I don't know. No. Is there a, is there a jalapeno on it? Or? Yeah, they're Mexican inspired in the sense that some of the toppings are like guacamole. There's uh, elote, the street corn. And, I didn't uh, know what that. I'm glad you said street corn. I didn't oh, know what that was. <laughs> You've never had that? It's like a little side. I'm sure of corn. I have. Yeah, street corn, like grilled corn. Um, cotija cheese and like the hot sauce, Thai, Thai gin, which I guess is big in Mexico. Uh, the guys behind it are local marketing dudes, so it's going to be a little theatrical. That apparently there's going to be someone dressed like a luchador <laughs> actually making your hot dogs for you. Nice. This, this is happening Friday and Saturday night at Wally's Mills Avenue Liquor. So if I'm hungry while I'm drinking at Wally's, I can go get a Mexican, Mexican hot dog. Mexican hot dog. If, if that's your thing. Cholo dog, it's we, called. Cholo dogs. We've been assured that it's not cultural appropriation. Uh, and because they told me that, I guess I believe them. <laughs> You're so good at being quiet, John. I'll just, I'll, I'll let you do the talking, Brendan. <laughs> oh, and speaking of the devil, I'm getting a call from him right now. Uh-oh. We'll you can probably hear us. Hang up on that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what else? Do we have time for another? No, let's let's let's, uh, to, let's, let's hang out with our friends over at Open Door. Barbara. No, her name wasn't Barbara. I don't know. Let's hear more. John, I don't know if you know, but we're here in Baldwin Park. Yeah, I drove here, Brendan. I know that we're in Baldwin Park. Well, people listening don't know. We could have just poof appeared somewhere like Harry Potter. Uh, we're hanging out with our new friend, Candace Bradley from Open Door. Hey, Candace. Hello. Hey, Candace. How, How are you? You're so cute. I love your dress. Oh, thank you. Is that a dress shirt? It's a shirt. All right. But dress shirt. People listening don't yeah, know. It doesn't matter. It's cute. <laughs> it's a dress. <laughs> <laughs> we are in a beautiful house here at Baldwin Park. And it's for sale. It is. Come no buy furniture it. yet. No furniture. You got to bring your own furniture. <laughs> if you want to see it, we're going to put some pictures up on the gram. Mm-hmm. And you'll be able to catch it on Instagram at Orlando Bungalore. Candice, can you tell people what Open Door is? Absolutely. So Open Door provides a really simple and easy way um, to buy, sell, and trade in homes. So we all know that selling a home, buying a home can be extremely stressful. Brendan, so do you know anything about buying or selling a home? No, because I'm too stressed just thinking about it. Because you're too poor to buy one. Oh, <laughs> Way to rub Wah-wah. it in. <laughs> a gentleman wouldn't have said anything. No. <laughs> I'm different. <laughs> so so it's a really simple way from a technology standpoint to insert some ease and um, an instantness to the process. And so wait, how does it work? So uh, if I have a home, I can just call you guys and you'll help me sell it or yeah you don't even have to call us to be honest i can so, text you yeah you know it's 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 technology so there, uh, there's a website right you go so on open website. door and you sign up and then so they'll open door will send somebody to inspect your home 
Exactly. And give you, what's it called? A, a uh, competitive all-cash offer. <laughs> <laughs> and then Open Door actually buys your house. Yes. Okay. Yeah, they yes. own the house then. Yeah. And then you sell it to somebody who wants to buy it after I sell it. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Isn't that crazy? Right. So you it's all like this already. You don't have to. I just remember when I moved here before this I buyer thing, people would be like, oh, I've been trying to leave Orlando, but nobody wants to buy my house. And I'd because be like, your house is priced too yeah. high, probably. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Right? It's a possibility. Possible. Or you're just not marketing it well enough. Which can, so be, different- which can be a, a time constraint for some people. I, I, I know a neighbor of mine, they did something similar. I don't know if they went through Open Door or one of your competitors, but they did something similar where... Uh, they had to move like her husband got a job. They had to go to Indiana and then he started in like a month and they needed to sell their house mm-hmm. because they had to move and do a new house and buy a house. And right. so they went through uh, something. Like I said, I'm not sure if it was open door or not, but it, for yeah. them, it worked perfect. Yeah, it's it's really like we we try to say that we're inserting ease and convenience into the process. So you as a seller, you decide you want to move, you get your offer, you accept it, you literally pick a closing date and you close and you move on and, and it fits the, in your lifestyle. Right. That's so that sense. I love it. Right. Cause it's, it's the convenience of it. Uh, and then the commission fee is generally competitive with what realtors are charging. Right. right? So we've talked about this before on the radio show. We had uh, Beth Hobart from Mainframe come on and talk about it. And she was a little bit wary of it. I know mm-hmm. some realtors are because, of course, it's a changing market. It's a market different process. For exactly. themselves. Exactly. I have to, but I also know some realtors that are actually working with Open Door. Mm-hmm. They'll help liaise that uh, sale to y'all exactly. to make sure that because it's it's based on an inspection process right mm-hmm. and so in that inspection process I know you have to make sure that say the roofing is taken care of exactly right exactly. or if the home is safe the home is safe exactly. because insurance is a exactly. big thing that comes up after you've sold a home or exactly. after you bought it and financed exactly. it exactly um, so I know there we'll get in trouble if we don't talk about it because it's yeah. it, there's a percentage fee but then there's also Another fee, which I can't remember what it's called. We were talking about it before we started. Yeah. So I I think of the fee kind of in total as our kind of total fee. And um, the intent is really for the fee to be on par, as you said, with the traditional sale process. Um, And so, but it will differ. It it does fluctuate. So um, what you'll see is that different neighborhoods will have different fees kind of based on expectations, essentially around how much risk we'd be taking in the transaction, how long it would take to sell the home. And the fee is generally, that's what you're making your money off of. That's how Open Door continues is with this it's called a risk fee exactly because remember we will send competitive all cash offers um so we're not trying to discount uh, the value of the home and of course we're trying to sell um at or near the same spot yeah so essentially we're making money on the fee and uh all cash means i get a briefcase full of cash right exactly (laughs) (laughs) so cool (laughs) i want all ones (laughs) where are you going after you sell your house i'm gonna swim in it like scrooge (laughs) mcduck (laughs) (laughs) i know you can also trade your home right yes so you have other markets it's national Mm -hmm. so if you're moving to another market where you where open door exists you see a comparably priced home you can just trade it for that home right exactly really yeah it's it's very convenient again (laughs) back to that convenience so here if you're here your example earlier was moving to or from indiana right right so we don't have a market in Indiana, but let's pick one where we we'll do. pretend. Yeah, we'll yeah. pretend that we do. And so essentially you would sell your home here to okay. Open Door and find that same home that you want in your new location on Open Door. And we do a trade in transaction. Nice. Very nice. Simple. Like that's 
awesome. Yeah. So in that sense, like even if there is some weird cushion, like it's you're paying for the convenience. It's the same thing for people. I think. Who are taking line bike, right? Yeah, and Uber and Lyft, and yeah. you know, you can take yeah. a cab, you can get a chauffeur, but you know, you might pay a little bit more or, or whatever for Uber or Lyft. You're yeah. doing it for convenience, and exactly. I'm sure this isn't for everybody, but it might fit right. into certain people's lifestyles, exactly. and and it might work great for them. Exactly. Can you tell us about where we're at today? This this place that we're in right now. Yeah. So this is one of our uh, new places in Baldwin Park. Really exciting. Um, it's a townhome. <laughs> it's a yeah. townhome, right? And it's in a really what I call kind of quaint neighborhood. There are places that you can walk to in kind of a very short distance from here. Um, it's a fair bit of fam- family orientation in this neighborhood, so it's kind of really cool. Old trees. Yeah, yeah. We're just up the street from Tom and Dan's recording studio, oh, yeah. actually. I figured we'd just drop in on them. <laughs> Publix is just up the street. Yeah, you can walk to Publix. You can walk to the lake. You can walk to the, the walking trail yeah. over there. Do you know yeah. the the asking price for this home? We'll be sharing it later. I didn't, I didn't mean to put you on the spot. Five million dollars. We'll keep talking. It's not exactly. five million dollars. No, well, it's a beautiful kind of place. Though. There's box. brick here. It looks like a like a party pad here. I feel like most prices, most homes on Open Door are about like four hundred, five hundred thousand dollars. So our our buy box kind of ranges between okay. one hundred and six hundred in general. Uh, not bad. That's right. awesome. I'm at the six hundred level. You're more down at the one hundred uh-huh. level. Brendan. Why do you have to put me in a box, John? <laughs> I put you in a in a poor box. <laughs> <laughs> what else do we need to know? We, Open Door offers a ninety day money back guarantee if you don't like the sale, if right? If you are not completely satisfied with the sale of your home, then you can sell the home back to us. Really. Nice. Pretty cool. And then there's also a one-year warranty. Absolutely. Cool. Yeah. So is there anything else, Candice, that we need to know, primer about Open Door in Orlando? Absolutely. So we're here to help. Uh-huh. Uh, if you are, um, we, we've touched on some of these points, but just to, to wrap it up and bring it home, if you are a seller in this process, uh, we really try to add a fair bit of convenience and ease. Very, very simple process. You pick your closing timeline and you're well on your way. Um, if you are a buyer in this process, essentially you would download our app. Uh, there's the Open Door app and you use that app as your key and you can visit at homes on a daily basis between 6 a.m. and 9 p.m. So With nobody really, there. You just really good. at your convenience. Right? Sometimes, right? sometimes when I was buying a house, you know, my realtor was great, my real estate agent, but sometimes like her schedule was different from my exactly. schedule. And, and it can be really convenient if you can just say, I'm going to show up and go see this house when I want to. But exactly. there's also agents, right? Like there's people helping you. Is that in their in their licensed realtors in, in or? different markets? So it kind of depends on the market. For the Orlando kind of Central Florida right, market right now, um, there won't be an agent to uh, kind of help you through the guided tour. Okay, um, but essentially you can do that yourself, um, and you can pick times like I said that are completely convenient for you. But it kind of depends on the market. Cool. In that cool. sense, and I've heard people using other realtors outside of the open door network helping to buy an open door home just to make sure if you're if you're still feeling a little bit weird because it's like a new tech new service there there are things like training wheels to go into it absolutely and we work with agents we we very much partner with the agent community last year we spent millions of dollars in commissions with agents so it's not so much that it has to be a separate transaction it's really at the the customer's need i love it so opendoor.com visit us all right (laughs) come see some houses thanks candace we're gonna take some really cute pictures right now thank you see (laughs) y'all Ah, Brendan, are you going to sell your house to them? To Ca- I would to Candace Bradley. She was cute. She was cool. I don't even own a house. No. I don't even own one. You should sell it anyway. <laughs>
our landlord wouldn't even notice. <laughs> just be gone one day. We've had offers. We have people that stop by and they're like, hey, I'll buy this uh, sold shanty you live in. Yeah, I should just say, yeah, sure. And then Write move, us a check right Move now. to Canada. Uh, Orlando Weekly just wrote about something really interesting. Really? Yeah. And it's not, po- well, I guess it's political. What do you think it's like being an alt-weekly and you just have to write about politics stuff all the time? Well, they don't always write about politics stuff. Like a lot, right? A lot. Well, they they might feel like it's their mission to do it because maybe somebody else isn't covering the things that they ought to be covering. Does anyone else write about, like, left-wing politics stuff? Um, Probably not to the extent as Orlando Weekly does, but I I feel like that's their audience. Like, their audience is probably younger, Mm -hmm. more urban, meaning urban, meaning living in Orlando proper. And (laughs) unlike, like, the Orlando Sentinel, which has to probably appeal to to a wide variety of people... The weekly has a, a, a niche audience, so. so I'll tell you what: when you're when you're running news, conservative people spend more money. I agree on that. Yeah. I agree. They probably have more money to spend. And that being said, when I was going into Fox the other day, uh, I had to. I looked in the security booth because I never really looked in before, and plastered on the wall was the face of a a local conservative blogger, conservative politics yeah. blogger, saying, "Do not let enter." Oh, even at even not Fox. Fox, isn't that interesting? Yeah, yeah. I won't say names, but if you want to DM me, I'll tell you. <laughs> uh, Orlando Weekly, sorry, yeah, yeah, talking we kind of got off on a tangent there. They're talking about granting legal rights to rivers. To rivers, yeah. So there's an effort in five Florida counties to give rivers legally enforceable rights to save our drinking water and associated ecosystems, and this is something along the lines of what. Um, like the Pura Vida movement in Costa Rica. Like if you're recognizing natural systems as like an entity, then then you can start giving it legally defensible rights against things that can hurt it, like uh, large beverage companies taking out all the water of yes, the aquifer. Which is, which is happening here in Florida. There's some companies that want to go into our aquifer more. Right. And take our water and sell it back to us for higher prices. Not okay. No. No. And so this is a good step to do that. And some of the rivers they're looking at include Santa Fe River, Wakaiva, Ikonlakachi, the Kalusahachi. You're just making words up. They all now. sound like na- they sound like the names of dances I do when uh, when I'm trying to put my pants on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing the. Kalusahatchee Shuffle. <laughs> Indian River and uh, Kissimmee River. Anyway, those ones. I mean, I, I just watched a documentary last night about the Flint River in, in Flint, Michigan, and like all the things that happened with that. Super fascinating. A lot more than what you may have seen on the news Sure, happened prior to all the lead poisoning. Anyway, <laughs> I mean, if somebody doesn't take care of those things, it's going to go away or it's going to get polluted. So somebody has to. I have this random memory when i was a kid i grew up with this river in the in the my backyard basically the gooley river goes into lake superior and there was this lamprey eels where it was a big thing like this exotic species of eels that like sucks the blood out of fish really yeah they would just like latch onto them and we had a big sports fishing industry where i'm from so they the mnr the ministry of natural resources without really telling anyone 
dumped what they called lampricide into most of the tributaries flowing into the Great Lakes. And I remember swimming in it when this poison was coming through and the water turned green. It was everybody was swimming. It was like hot summer day. And uh, and eels just like jumping out of the water. That sounds terrifying. It's so crazy. No wonder you're so scared of scary <laughs> movies. <laughs> I remember that one. as a kid. Like the water turned green, jumping fish everywhere, and lamprey eels because they were dying. And then and afterwards, when it was left, we didn't have like as many crayfish. We didn't have as many minnows. Like it was, it kind of devastated the ecosystem of the river, and uh, and nobody really talked about it. It was just kind of like, well, it was the MNR that's the government. And wow. What do you do? And, and and I think about that sometimes about protection of these ecosystems and who's in charge of it. And uh, and the people where I'm from, it was like, you know, lumber industry and mining. Like they don't care. They didn't really care. They don't care. I mean, people do care eventually yeah. when they're like, oh wait a minute, how come mm. there's no fish that used to be in this river there that was I like, used to go fishing in? Like twelve hundred people live there. You know, like we didn't. Yeah. What are you going to do, rally? And where are you going to rally? <laughs> At the gravel pit across from the local MNR office? <laughs> like, it just didn't happen. So, just interesting things. Like, I, I love seeing grassroots movements where yeah. people are talking about this and, and making it happen. Um, we didn't write about this because it's not. It's just outside of our coverage area, but I still think it's cool. Taglish. It's an Engl- a Filipino-American restaurant. Taglish. Tag. I don't know where the name comes from. an interesting from. name. I guess it's Filipino. Uh, it opened inside the Lot Lati Plaza. It's that Asian market just past like OBT. Oh, okay. On Colonial. Yes, and everybody loves that market. I just again, it's outside of our coverage area, so I just don't write about it. So this Filipino American restaurant opened up, and it's being led by Michael Calantes and Johnny and Jimmy Tong of the Bento Group. So they like no food, and everybody's loving it. Like, I've seen some pictures where like the whole. They'll cover your table in like banana leaves, ooh, and then put out really cool, that really sick traditional Filipino dishes, banana leaves. Yeah, well, yeah. What are yeah, you flashing back know. to? This looks kind of sexy. <laughs> Sounds sexy. That's all. <laughs> I'm picturing you like now. I know your uh, trigger word is <laughs> banana, banana leaf. leaf. <laughs> banana leaf it alone, John. <laughs> uh, Winter Park. The Dexters is moving out of their. Hannibal Square space. It's been there a long time, that place. A long time. I guess the building's not in great shape. I always liked the one in Thornton Park better. And they just went through renovation. Yeah. Looks great now. I've been over there in a while. New chef. When I used to live downtown, I would go there a lot because they had good burgers and sandwiches. They've invited us. Oh, we should go over there. Yeah. I used Let's to make my own sandwich there. Really? Yeah. Well, I, well, I didn't go back there and make it, but <laughs> like you, you can build your own sandwich at Dexter's. Oh yeah, like they give you many. I don't know if that's still there. Really? Because new chef do things. Oh, I used to like that. Well, we'll write him a letter. I will. <laughs> we'll go and check it out and see if it's changed. Uh, this winter park one is moving to the old TR Fire Grill space at Ravadage. Yeah, I don't know if a lot of people went to TR Fire Grill, although people did like it because it won like I heard, I best new restaurant at one point or something somewhere. They did a lot of festivals and stuff too. Yeah, some of their food. I feel like I do remember having some of their food, and it wasn't bad, but no. maybe there was just nothing that made it stand out. Their new executive chef is going to be Ryan McLaughlin from K Restaurant and his sous chef, uh, and it's they're changing the name to New Standard. Uh, along the lines of ma- of restaurants, Magical Dining has been extended through October 7th. Because of the hurricane. Because of the hurricane. Yeah, it's 125 participating restaurants. You can get $35 preview menus. That's all I'm going to say about it because they're not paying me to talk about it. <laughs> and they got money. 
<laughs> so what's going on this week? We should get to events. Let's do it before we run out of time. Uh, Backyard Boogie End of Summer Barbecue is taking place at Celine on Saturday, 4 to 10 p.m. It's a barbecue and live DJs. Do they have a backyard? No. All right. <laughs> so it's a barbecue. Maybe they're talking about butts. Uh, there's a Wizards Pub, Wizards World Pub Crawl. Now Harry, you got me listening. Harry Potter Pub Crawl taking place Saturday. Uh, you get four drinks at four different bars. You get a wand, drink specials, come and make this beer disappear. I don't need a wand for that. <laughs> that was good. I like that. That was smart. 8 p.m. at uh, Shots Orlando is when it starts. Sideward Brewing is releasing a special fest beer, Oktoberfest beer. They're selling limited edition merch this Saturday with their new can drop. Go check them out all day Saturday and Sunday. Taste Central Florida is taking place Saturday. Oh, I've been to that. It's Huge a great event. We went, did we go last year together? I, I was we went I together. There. I was there. Yeah, I was there. Uh, I'm going again this year. Nice. But you're not going to be here. I'll be out of town. In New York. Yeah, I'll be but up in New there's York. people in your house, so leave his stuff alone. Okay. Anyone out there trying to steal his records, people will be living there. <laughs> uh, we're going to be tasting like a million dishes. Yeah. Over Get an Uber the, out there. Oh, yeah. Orlando World Center Marriott. Tickets are 200 bucks. Oh, they're pricey, but Woo. you get to eat a lot. If you want to go to the upcoming Cows and Cabs, you can win two tickets from our Instagram page go. right now. I want to go. Can I now. go this year? Uh, yeah. I want to win tickets. You want to come with me? Yeah. Yeah? Let me see if it's I can my get fa- you. It's one of my favorite events. I'll see if I can get another plus All one. All right. I'll talk to Bo. Let me see if I can get a plus. Oh, talk to Bo. He'll to fit Bo. you. And then you yeah. can hang out Hook with me. Hook me up. Uh, the cat- some pole still, right? <laughs> yeah. You should. Very I didn't know little. you wanted to go. I'll, I'll get you to come. I like it. All right. Will you dress like a cowboy? No. A cowboy? Yes. Cow? No. Well, I might go as a... I, I've been collecting pieces for a space cowgirl costume. I want to go. We need to wrap it up, Brendan. All right, we're done. Bungalow or bingo? Okay. At Bungalow or bingo? Monday. Global Peace Film Festival is launching Monday. And then Mommy and Me Unicorn Garden Brunch at Canvas Restaurant. That all oh, that sounds great. Yeah. Check all that out on our event page. And thanks, uh, Gators, for hosting us. Thanks, we Gators. had a good time. And thanks, Open Door. See you guys next week. <laughs>